Anti-malarial drugs can be used to prevent malaria, even among children who are already protected by sleeping under bed nets. Scientists in Burkina Faso, Mali, and the Gambia have found that the same drugs used to treat patients who are already ill can also be used in this preventative role and were powerfully effective even when bed nets were already being used. Peter Goodwin asked Professor Brian Greenwood what he and his colleagues did and what they've discovered. Well, we can use drugs in two ways in malaria. One is you wait until a person is sick and then you treat them and hopefully you cure them. But we do also use drugs to prevent the disease and that we call chemoprophylaxis. And that's used widely by travellers and people going to a malaria endemic area for a short time. But what has been a problem is finding ways in which we could use drugs to prevent malaria in people who are living the for the whole of their life or for a large part of their life in a malaria endemic area. But now it seems you've done that. Well, what we've been trying to do in this study is to find areas where malaria transmission only takes place for a very short period of the year. And this is a large area of Africa, uh, just south of the Sahara, where the rains come for just a few months, and you only have malaria for three or four months in the year. And in that area, it's rather like flu in industrialized Western countries, the malaria sort of comes as a season. And in this sort of situation, you only need to give the prevention for just a few months of the year. And that's what we've been doing in this in this study. So it's really like extending somebody who was going to Kenya or Tanzania for their holiday for a month taking their treatment. What we're doing is giving this to the at-risk children for three months, which is the time when the malaria risk is highest. Now you've done three separate studies and they're large studies, they're randomized, so they're properly scientifically done, and you also have placebo. So uh, um, the, the people actually doing the trial and the patients or the, or the people who are having malaria prevented don't know whether they're getting active treatment or not? Well, we have, there have been several trials done previously of this approach. Um, the first one was done in Senegal by a PhD student, Padre Assise, here at the London School. But in some of these other studies, the trials were conducted in places where people were not using mosquito nets, which we know are very effective at preventing malaria. So it had been questioned whether this approach would be useful if children were sleeping under a mosquito net. And so what happened in this study, there were two large, as you say, placebo-randomized, very strictly uh, conducted trials in in Burkina Faso and Mali, in which all the children under five years' age were given a mosquito net at the beginning of the rainy season when the risk was greatest. And then they had this treatment given three times during the period of peak transmission. That was half the children. The other half of the children had a, a placebo. And we were then able to see how effective giving the drugs were in preventing them from getting malaria. Now, in comparison with treating someone who already has malaria, how severe is this particular treatment then? It's described as two or three doses of the drugs. So that that is the problem with this because we are giving anti-malarial drugs to some people who don't have malaria. And if you have a dangerous drug, then you will you couldn't do that. The risk might be okay if you're very seriously ill and you're going to die from your malaria. You would take a bigger risk. Um, if you're going to give this drug in a, to the community at large without testing them to see if they have malaria, then you have to have a very safe drug. And before 
the trial that have been reported in these two papers, a number of studies have been done with different antimalarials to find out which is the best combination to use for this particular uh, purpose in children and one which is people can take without feeling ill and which is safe for them to take even if they don't have malaria at the time that they get the drug. What happened in the studies? Well, it, it was a very successful study, and even though these children had a were sleeping under a mosquito net, we were a bit surprised that there was a lot of malaria. I mean, something like a couple of thousand cases of malaria in the children who were receiving the placebo and not receiving the active drug. And we found that in the children who were taking the active drug, they had about uh, 80% protection against clinical attacks of malaria. And perhaps most importantly, there was 80% protection against very severe attacks of malaria, which could have been uh, life-threatening and could have killed those children if there hadn't been a research team sort of available to look after them. So that's 80% protection, so that if five children Mm. got malaria, only one got malaria. That's correct. In this study, it was in hundreds because these children were about half of them if they were getting the placebo got an attack of malaria. So we saved hundreds of episodes of malaria. And this is even though the kids were sleeping under insecticide-treated bed nets. Yes. So that's the important thing from this trial. Um, and I think it shows that if, you know, if we're really trying to get on top of malaria, we have to start on adding the interventions one on top of the other. So you might have your house sprayed, you have a net as well, and then you take drugs at the most dangerous time of the year and you have effective treatment because it wasn't perfect there were some children who got malaria so you have to have uh, ability to treat those children quickly if they do get the malaria so it's bringing all these things together really are going to help us to get malaria under control you had a third study also in a rural area didn't you yes so one of the problems of this approach is how are you going to give the drugs Um, to these children so it's got to be done at a particular time over perhaps a few days or or a week to all the children under five in the village and if you're going to do this over a a large area say most of Burkina Faso or most of Mali however could you do that because there isn't a system in the health service to deliver um, care like that. We have vaccination clinics that children can come to to get their vaccines, antenatal clinics, but there isn't an established system for children one, two, three, four, five years old who are those most at risk of malaria. So what we've been trying to do over the last few years is to find out whether community volunteers, people living in the community, can actually do this because they're nearest the children, the children have access to them. And what the trial in the Gambia did was to show that uh, we compared community volunteers, these were sometimes called village health workers, or people with some training but not much training, if they did could do this or whether it was better to rely on the vaccination teams who went once a month to these villages to do the vaccines and took this on as an extra task. And did it work? And what was very clear was that the community volunteers did better. So because they were there all the time, the mothers of the children knew them and they were able to give very high level of coverage, 80-90% of all the children who should have got the drugs. And of course it's children who need the protection, they're most at risk aren't they? It's the children who need the protection most. And so they were paid something and I think one of the, when we talk about community volunteer doing things in the health system. I mean, it it is a lot to ask people to go on year after year after year doing this for nothing when they could be on their farm or doing something else. So in this 
situation, they were paid a relatively small sum of money, but they were given something to, to recognise them and to encourage them to do this effectively. Right, so this has then emerged as a powerful way of keeping children alive, mm. preventing malaria, and as you've intimated there, there are psychological and certainly financial measures that perhaps need to be taken uh, to actually make it happen. How successful do you think it, it could be in all countries affected by malaria? Well, we wouldn't do this everywhere, so this is really a measure to use in the countries that where malaria is restricted to a short time of the year, because it's obviously much easier to do this for two or three months in the year than to have to do it the whole year. If you had to have this done every month, year after year after year, people would get fed up with it, it would be expensive. So this is really an approach to malaria control in areas of what we call seasonal malaria. Where, and that's a big chunk of Africa. Uh, in Africa, it's probably nearly half the population at risk live in these countries. You think of northern Nigeria, northern Ghana, right the way across to Sudan. Um, and we do have experience now of people giving drugs on a large scale for control of worms, um, for control of schistosomiasis, um, to the whole population. And this system has been shown to work. For those many of those other neglected diseases, they only have to be given once or twice in the year. This is a little bit more demanding, but we're only suggesting this is the, done for the most at-risk population. And would you reassure parents that these drugs are indeed relatively safe? Yes, we would do that. And um, as part of these trials, there's been studies both of the acceptability of this to the population, I mean, what they think about it. And obviously, if they don't like it, they're not going to take their child back the next time for the treatment. Um, but they have noticed that their children are not getting malaria. And uh, I think it would be acceptable. We may not have the perfect drug combination and some of the children do get a bit of vomiting and, um, and you know all drugs have some side effects and um, but certainly our experience with the two drugs that we've used is that it has been acceptable and that mothers have not been upset about this and they understand what's happening and they know their children can die of malaria at that time of the year. Professor Brian Greenwood from the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine talking with Peter Goodwin. For Audio News, I'm Sarah Maxwell.